This is the Pro Audio Suite Podcast. Quick Bites. And welcome to another Pro Audio Suite Quick Bite. Thanks to Harlan Hogan's VoiceOver Essentials, the home of the Porterbooth Pro and Rode Microphones. Speaking of which, I'm working on a very skinny up setup today. I've got the Porterbooth Pro, the NTG5 running into the SSL2 interface into my laptop and not in the booth. But talking about skinnying up, I remember, George, a couple of weeks ago, you talked about Bo Weaver, and he's basically culled so much gear out of his setup. He's now using a 416 and a Scarlet 2i2. Is that correct? Almost correct, except he's using a 416. Oh, yes. (laughs) That other one. Uh, (laughs) That other one. Yes, but yes, that's right. Um, I don't know how he he landed on the Scarlet per se. I think it's just, it's so pervasively popular and Bo's not one to be a, you know, care if it costs a lot or little. He just will try everything and find out what works, you know, and that's what he has landed on. You know, he's like, I got a 41.6. I got my Scarlet. And I run my stack in Twisted Wave that does the final destruction of the audio that seems to work well on television. And that's it. And, um, you know, that's his formula for success. And the rest is just, you know, bailing wire and chewing gum and, you know, improvising and working in his RV or whether he's in his like beautiful home studio or, or on the road, he's, it's the same signal chain, the same rig. And that consistency and ease of use is working well for him. But it's funny, you know, I mean, I sit here in my studio, I've got three monitors, the big knob, you know, all sorts of ex- outboard gear and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I go away like I did at Christmas time and I throw the laptop, and the um, the AI one and a pair of headphones in my bag, and do the same work just as effectively. So, <laughs> I mean, yes, I I know you know in the real world, effectively, yes, you know the three screens and all that stuff have a purpose. But you know, you could if you really wanted to knock it all down, still get away with the bare minimum. Well, I've I've set up a my travelling kit, and uh, it consists of, and I finally perfected it. I hope. Um, a, a K&M uh, laptop stand, which actually extends up to stand-up height. Um, so on top of that, I secure the Porterbooth Pro so I can stand up and read. Um, SSL2, as I mentioned before, which is the uh, the audio interface using Twisted Wave. And I just picked up because I'm fed up with trying to wrestle with blankets and dunas that keep falling down halfway through a session behind you. Um, so I bought a couple of Pro Max two foot by four foot panels on stands from Aurelex. Uh, so I'm just going to use those two um, standing behind me. And that's but what's my a scenario rig. where you need this. So I know you, we don't want to be at home every, every time. So where, how do you transport all this stuff? Uh, this is if I'm driving, if I'm flying, then I'll just take the Porter booth. Um, but if I'm gotcha. driving, then I can chuck the other stuff in the car. That's all cool. Sure, sure. Um, so you recorded in the car because I've had many clients find that's the only place they can get enough quiet in their in their, you know, when the whole damn family is home. They have to it's record an in the car. Awful acoustic environment because of the glass. You really got to like. Yeah. You, you have to be careful recording in a car. It like sounds a like a box. You know what? You yeah. stick yeah. one or two plush pillows up on the dash, and you're done, dude. You sit in the middle of the back seat. You put the mic between the headrests of the front seats. It, you're gold, man. It, it it's a. Ama- I've heard some really good recordings. You just have to do a few basic things. 
Really? It can sound really good. Wow. There, there was an audio engineer in New York at the height of the pandemic and voiceover people needed to record everything from auditions to spots and they would drive up to his house and then he would run a long headphone cable and a long, and they would just- No way. Just, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Do your session. Drive well, I mean, I had a client this summer. Yeah. That was the scenario. The reason I brought it up was he, you know, he's home. He's got a booth at home and he's got Pro Tools and he's doing Source Connect stuff. But the family's home, you know, and he just can't get enough peace and quiet to record without issues. So he set up in the car and he got a steering wheel mounted laptop tray. Yes, it exists. Um, in fact, I stuck it on my <laughs> website. I thought it was so ingenious. And, yeah. um, and the reason he's, he's doing it, he's running the mic and a headphone extension, 100 foot cables to the car. And I was like, why are you doing that? But I realized it was brilliant because he doesn't have to worry about Wi-Fi dropouts. He doesn't have to worry about any of that kind of stuff. He just walks out to the car, gets in, mic headphones. He's not looking at you know his computer. He's just in his booth. It and, just happens and going to be a back, car. going back to a previous theme, you know, like talking about your entire top floor of the house being your recording studio. I'm sorry, but my Mercedes is the only good sounding yeah. <laughs> uh, booth on four yeah. wheels. Mr. Taxman. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Yeah. It is decoupled from the, uh, from the ground though. It is it decoupled well. from the ground. Yeah. It <laughs> is Electrically too. Yeah. It has, the, <laughs> if you have a luxury car, you know, um, it's going to be lined with Dynamat, uh -huh. which uh, mm -hmm. damps a hell of a lot of sound. It's going to have thick glass. It's going to be acoustically pretty, I mean, there's a lot of glass, but it's acoustically well-designed for the sound system. There's a lot of good things inside a modern luxury vehicle for a good sound. That's so it. Um, you just have to get away from the glass. I was thinking about buying a Maybach. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. You could write yeah. that off, couldn't you? Yeah. Uh, I was Definitely. just thinking yeah, I might get off this yeah. podcast and go order a Bentley. Mm -hmm. <laughs> too small just, just remember to turn the car off because I know with a Ferrari it's all about the sound of the uh, engine yeah, in this yes. case yeah <laughs> you don't want to wake up dead two hours later That's, yeah that well, tone yeah. the Ferrari's well the, I was thinking of the carbon dioxide too. yeah yeah that too yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and the great thing about it is you know hello Harlan Hogan they're all porter booths too you know <laughs> yeah. it's wherever you go <laughs> Harlan Hogan's next porta booth in partnership with Maserati. Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. right. Yeah. <laughs> there, uh, there's two window switches, yeah, yeah. and one of them's the window, yeah. and the other one's the Oral X. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this door is about eight inches thick. <laughs> For that voiceover artist who has everything, the Rolls Royce porta booth. <laughs> yeah. So, so the only right. problem with this is that this is a serious market um, competitor to the uh, voiceover bodysuit. It though. is, isn't it? Totally. Yes, it is. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Damn it. The, the voiceover car. Yeah, that's right. Maybe exactly. if we include a Vespa with the voiceover bodysuit, yeah. we can uh, isolate it. See, do, you reckon the, do you reckon the Rolls Royce Porter Booth would have the gold plated headphone, headphone jack in the center console? Absolutely. Yeah. It was, yeah. <laughs> Macintosh yeah. amplifier. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> you know, I saw a Macintosh desktop speaker the other day. You know, it's like their, oh, it's their Bluetooth speaker. USB powered. It's yeah, $3,000. Oh my oh, God. Jesus Christ. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> See, I'm old, old enough to remember when a Macintosh was a coat. Oh, really? I didn't know <laughs> yeah, that. Exactly. You're older than me, obviously. Ahoy hoy. Ahoy hoy. Ahoy hoy. Yes, indeed. So, uh, so, Andrew, I mean, you got it pretty dialed. So, when you're traveling light, like say it's your weekender setup, you know, where you only have a porta booth, 
what are you wanting for at that point in your setup? What, what do you find you still have to jerry-rig to, to get the best sound oh, at a hotel or an apartment or something? It's always the reflection that's coming in from everywhere. And that's the problem. It's like when right. you have to hang, yeah, you hang in the blanket behind you to try and absorb. That's from, from where behind you. I was going to say the porta booth takes care of the sides fairly well, doesn't it? The sides in the back, right? Well, exactly. yeah, yeah, but you have to have the mic sticking out the front a bit. You don't have it buried right in there. Like at the moment, it's right. probably about. Mm. Well, I don't know where the capsule is actually in the NTG five. Certainly not at the end. Thing so is so short. It, well, uh, I'll tell you a hack, and I didn't invent. I didn't come up with this hack, but. You can take your Portabooth Pro and tune it a bit by, um, if you want to get the mic further in, but you still want to get, you know, and make sure you get the present sound, you can put a, if you have one handy, um, a balled up rag, a balled up towel, or a small pillow, actually in the back of the Portabooth. And that creates sort of like really? a, a low end, low to low mid range trap. Trap. Base trap, mm. essentially, in the back of the Portabooth. And... Um, I've heard tell that that is a pretty good hack. And then you can put the mic farther in there because of that. Yeah. I mean, of course you have to be clever because now that thing in the back is taking up some space and with a shotgun mic, things get a little bit, you know, it's a little challenging to rig it all, but well, the, it, the NTG five is shorter though. It is. It's shorter. It's more compact. Yeah, I, I believe the Portabooth Pro and the shot and a shotgun mic is a good that's a good combination. I find a I little think more Andrew difficult. I think sounds pretty good right now. I think it sounds really yeah. good, yeah. And um, it's a good mate for the NTG5. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting because I, when I was away last week and I had to use this, I, I took the um, 41.6 because it's so harsh and toppy that I thought that would balance out, um, you know, the Porter Booth. Um, but I reckon the NTG5 sounds great in, in the Porter Booth at the moment, so... Maybe I go back to that. What, what, what are you on now? The NTG5? It's the NTG5, yeah. So I'm actually yeah, sitting out in the middle good. of the room. So Now, are you using the little fold-out hood the Portabooth Pro comes with? No. Yeah. I find the problem with that, and I think the idea of it's nice, but it's, it's literally resting against you, and I think that can literally work against you because <laughs> it's touching. Yeah, yeah, and it's just really irritating. Yeah, you just go, get off. I don't want <laughs> right. things stuck on my head. Yeah. <laughs> right. But... Uh, but that's why I bought the um, the Oralex panels on stand. So if, I, if I'm mm-hmm. driving somewhere, which we tend to do a lot of these days because no one wants to get on an aeroplane, um, these are p- going to be perfect to just set up behind me and I've got the whole rig done, dusted, easy. Do those, sta- yeah. do those freestanding panels have a rigid interior? Like can they be squished down into a smaller space for travel? Or um, Well, no, because I j- all I do is I put them in um, a travel bag and put them on the roof. Like as in a, you know, like a, a traveling roof bag thing, whatever they're called. Oh, okay. Well, you know, all these questions I'm asking you are all leading to, is there another product that would do all those things and not require a lot of extra jerry-rigging and a lot of extra stuff? You think there's anything else out there that could do it I don't all? know. What could there be? <laughs> are you thinking, let me think, there is a third product called uh, the Tri-Booth? Try no. to oh, yeah, this out. I don't know I'm what thinking. to try to, to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you, and, you know, and you know, we are quite remiss in getting one to your hands, Andrew. So that's something we need to work on. For no, that's our good. Oh, the, but the there are two of them. There are two of them in Australia. I'm proud to say. I have a question. The the tri booth is wow, using PVC great. pipe, right? Doesn't it use PVC? 
It does use PVC pipe. It does. So so why not make the pipe the uh, carrying case for your 416? <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, you thinking? <laughs> or your NTG5, yeah. as our sponsors would I'm suggest. I'm sorry, the NTG5, yeah. right. <laughs> yes. The yeah, NTG single. Yeah. If you, yeah, I mean, that's that's a brilliant product that uh, Rode makes, is this amazing tube that's lined with foam that fits the uh, the NTG four or three, three, I think, or something. Probably fits yeah, the NTG three. Tube, I don't know. It just looks like hell of a lot, like a pipe bomb. <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> it does uh, through the airport for the NSA. I mean the uh, yeah the TSA. I mean, do you, do you know the funny thing is? I'll tell you a story about that. I I have the NTG three in that sort of tube that does look like a pipe bomb. I was flying to the states, went through customs. Do you know the one thing they didn't want to look at? Was that? Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, man, man, that thing looks like a bomb, and you're worried about that that container of moisturizer. Yeah, yeah. Can you take your shoes off? They're looking at it. They're looking at it. Going, that's so much like a pipe bomb. It can't be a pipe bomb. Okay. I I think this is the first year that I've traveled. Like I haven't traveled, and so this is the first year. It's like every time I go to an airport, I'm always traveling with a whole bunch of kit for the you know whatever booth we're manning at NAB or AES. And they always, always, always make me unpack my entire suitcase because it's all nothing but yeah. chargers and Some cables, massive and copper wiring, heavy, yeah. And I and sometimes I just go in there. I was just like, you know, like, you're just going to check me anyways. <laughs> like I just don't yeah. even bother. Yeah. Just <laughs> so be ready to literally like open it up. Yeah, I yeah. pack my bags so that it's easier to un like. Unpack, pack the them fly. for the on the fly right there. Yeah, yeah. I, it's just because the first time it happened, I literally pulled out like two Genelex and and the yeah. heavy base. The one they hate the most is like the heavy base of a round mic stand. Oh yeah, I don't like that one. Oh yeah, yeah, it's too heavy, yeah. too massive, too dense. Who on who on earth would carry that on an airplane? <laughs> like why? Would, yeah, that's like oh, I'm bringing my professional, uh, you know, my pro uh, competition set of horseshoes. To play yeah. when I get to the other side. <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> and the pipe. And the pipe to go in the ground to throw the horseshoes around. That's not a pipe exactly. bomb. Everybody brings those. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, and a whole bunch of sand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and a horse. <laughs> <laughs> This show was mixed by Voodoo Radio Imaging, edited by Andrew Peters, using Rode microphones and Source Connect Now. Tech support from George the Tech Whittem and supported by Harlan Hogan's VoiceOverEssentials.com, the home of the Portabooth Pro. You're the